Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We even dive into the fictional from time to time too. We will re-watch TV shows, talk about movies, anything where stories are involved. We especially want to get you, the listener, involved too. So if you've got random, funny stories, things that have happened to you or a friend, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Hello and welcome to stories. Yes, that's that's it now. We're just called stories. <laughs> <laughs> the true and the fictional. Yes. If you have stories, send them to this. What is it? Store? No. The true and the fictional at gmail.com. I've said it that many wow. times. I've forgotten how it goes. Um, so it's it's because we're now stories slash Ted Ted Lasso rewatch. Yeah. The fictional. So, um, yeah. Episode seven. We're up to. Yes. So close to the end of season one. Yes. Um, episodes called "Make Rebecca Great Again." And this is this is a good episode, a very good episode. Um, I, yeah. What are your thoughts on it first, Jamie? Look, I, I thought it was I thought it was okay. I don't. It's it's one of the. It's not as strong as the rest of the episodes have been. Mm-hmm. There's still still a lot of good stuff in it, but like I just felt like, um, it was just a little weak in comparison to, and especially with the next episode when we get when we get into that. Yeah. There's just a really one of my favorite moments of the whole season. Um, There's a little bit of sizzle for you to yeah. stick around for next week. Um, um, look, so, uh, there, I agree with you. Be seeing as episode six was probably my favorite of the season. Um, however, there's 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 one moment that made me laugh out loud, and I rewound and watched it again. Let me see if you can guess what it is, Jamie. Is it something to do with with um, Danny Rojas? No, it's actually not. Because <laughs> I love that bit where... Yeah, which bit? Where, where they're in the locker room and they're, they're going to Everton like, yep. to play Everton um, and they haven't won there in 60 years. Yeah. That, Ted's like, it's like, no, you got to be positive. It's like, Richmond on three. One, two, three. And then it's Danny Raz. He's like, Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> like the only person. No, the, the part that actually made me laugh out loud, and it's a very, very small part towards the end when they're doing karaoke in the bar, Coach Beard's version of Bad Romance. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga, yes. When he literally stands up on a speaker and just he's so into it. And that just, act, I actually had to rewind it and watch it again, that yeah. little bit. Yeah, that, so that was my laugh out loud moment. Um, so basically this episode, yeah, as Jamie said, the team's going to an away game at Everton and they haven't won it. I think since they said, since Elvis came out with um, one of his last singles in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. They had yeah the so the guys years. are obviously not, not very happy with, um, you know, they're all the moods down and obviously Ted yeah. is the guy who he's trying to pump them up. Um, but in the meantime, Ted has also received the divorce papers from his wife. Yeah, that's right. Ex-wife. And she's like, like she's keeping it all like a, uh, you know, 
she just said, oh, have you got the papers? And he said, yeah, I've got the papers. And he said, yeah, I'll sign it. And, you know, I, it's a running theme throughout the episode. Yeah. He keeps, he gets a text message from her later on and then a text message from her lawyer. And he's just putting it off and putting it off. And then, I mean, he does make a genuine effort when they're in, in Everton, when they're in Liverpool. And he asks yeah. the concierge for a fax machine and the concierge <laughs> has to give him a call. And he goes, we found one. It's eight miles away in a yeah. coffee cloud. Yeah. Uh, and Ted, one of Ted's famous lines is, is he, I think it was what he um, he he says that um, he's going to a coffee shop down the road that has homing pigeons. No, I think it's a hairdresser, wasn't it? I'm the hairdresser, that's right. That I'm has homing like pigeons. That. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, um, yeah. Before we get too far ahead, let's. Um, yes, sorry. New director. Oh, okay. So, um, Declan Lowney, he's he did he's done two episodes of Ted, Ted Lasso, so he does this one and the next one. Okay. But he's, he worked on Little Britain. If we know Little Britain. Oh, I love Little Britain. And he did two episodes of one of my all-time favorite shows, Gallivant. Ah, well, I mean, so Gallivant. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one. Of Maybe my... that could be our next watch along, Gallivant. <laughs> yeah. That's an amazing show. Not enough people are watching it. Yeah. Or have seen um, it. Well, it's on Disney right. Plus. Yeah, but yes. if anyone at home, Gallivant is literally a live-action Disney show for adults. Yeah. Um. And yeah, all the all the all the songs, the majority of the songs are written by um, Alan Menken, who did Aladdin and yeah. The Little Mermaid, and like so, it's very Disney. The original, the originals, yeah. not the remakes. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Jamie told me about this show, and I watched both seasons in a weekend. It yeah. was that uh, Vinnie Jones is in it. He plays a really good role. Um, what's the name of um, King Richard? What's his name um, again? Timothy o- Omenson. Yeah, he um, he's amazing. He was in Psych. Um, yeah. I met him. I made him laugh. It's what I do he, with celebrities. He probably he makes that show for me. Yeah. But um, and yeah. um uh, and Pop Pop from Community. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luke Youngblood, I think his name is. Yes. Um, very good show. Yeah. We may we may get onto that at, at some point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm keen for everyone. Can you guess who wrote? Who the three people that wrote this episode of Ted Lasso? Um, I'm going to say. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Bill Lawrence. Yes. And Brendan Hunt. Wow. How did you get that? Oh, well, because they're right. <laughs> They've written pretty much every episode there. I love how Nate gets locked in the trunk. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fun. <laughs> you're, you're, packing, you're packing the bags into the bus wrong. You've got to do this. You've got to, you've got to use all the space. And, <laughs> hey, someone's in here. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, is everyone gets on board and then Ted goes and opens it up and just carries him on. Come on, come on, Nate. Yeah. Just, he's just like, come on, like a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, now, what do you, what do you, what do you think um, Higgins got left behind? Um, well, I mean, we kind of get that a little bit in the next episode, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, this is like, I don't, uh, this obviously watching all of it, this is, you know, Higgins gets to spend time with his family, which is great. Yeah. But the way that Rebecca is treating him, like she's she's treating everyone else a bit better, but he seems to be still getting the, the shit end of the stick, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, which we get a bit more enlightened to yeah. in the next episode, at the end of the very last scene in the next episode. But Higgins being Higgins tries to make the best out of it. So he spends, yeah. you know, spends the, he watches the game with his family. Um, yeah. But yeah, she she basically says you're here to do work that means nothing. Yeah, so she's uh, and that was kind of, of like, because she takes Keely instead of 
instead yeah. of uh, Higgins. And and I guess we do get a little bit of an insight why as well when yeah. they arrive in Liverpool because as we find out, this would be uh, Rebecca and Rupert's first anniversary. Yeah. Oh, and, and first anniversary they spend apart. Yeah. And I guess she just thinks maybe Keeley would be like some of the reason is because Keeley would be a better company than Higgins in terms of yeah someone well, to yeah, get drunk true. and yeah have a girl moment. But that's only part of the reason. We'll get to the next part. Of yeah, the next but, um, very funny when they get to the when they get to the hotel. They turn on the TV yes. <laughs> and it's Keeley. It's like from pubs to clubs with great <laughs> with the great Asian yeah, pastime of phone. karaoke. She's she's on the phone. Rebecca's on the phone trying to find. Oh, Keely, should we uh, find somewhere to dinner? And it's just Keely on the TV going. Yeah. The steak lounge is the most respected. <laughs> yeah. And even um, even like at like towards the end where Roy Roy runs into Keely and he's like, I've been thinking yeah. about you a lot lately. She's like, really? <laughs> why? Why? He's like, because you're on the telly. <laughs> yeah. you pop you're on, on the, the telly, telly every, every time I turn it on. <laughs> yeah. But what I like as well in this this instance, uh, in this episode, I think it's the first time we see Ted get angry with someone. Yeah, and he yeah, um, yeah he has a full breakdown. Yeah, uh, and, and he's he's sitting there and he's just got the text from his wife's lawyer yeah. saying, can you send the paperwork through, you know, in a nice way, not sort of harassing. And then he looks to, he just gets into bed and he sees this letter coming in and out from underneath his yeah. door. And he just he's just seems angry and he opens the door and it's Nate on his hands and knees yeah. trying to decide whether he wants to put a letter under there and Ted blows up at him. He yeah. says, What are you doing? you know? And Nate's like, This is some of my suggestions for the game and he just goes off and then, yeah. you know, um, Nate's a bit hurt and, and, and in true Ted fashion, the very next scene we see the next day, he pulls Nate aside and says, Look, I'm sorry, I'm going through yeah. some stuff. He actually took the time to read Nate's ideas and thinks they're great. Yeah. And um, therefore says, hey, Nate, you're doing the pre-match speech. <laughs> and um, so Nate, funny. in true Nate fashion, he's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. you know. <laughs> That's a good impression. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Thank you. No, no, <laughs> As, um, um... <laughs> Yeah. And then that leads into an interesting, I'll let Jamie talk about an interesting yeah, well, pre-match speech. Look, no, look, I, I love the pre-match speech. Like, <laughs> it's just not what you expected. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Hey, what's his name? Hey, um, Rodney or, or oh, Colin? Isaac, Colin? wasn't it? No, Colin. Oh, no, Colin, Colin. He's like, like, do you shave your pubes? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Did I start up? <laughs> do you shave your pubes? No, why? Because <laughs> you're playing, playing like a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like when he pulls Roy aside and in the quietest voice, he's just, you need to yeah. get angry. No, yeah, no, because Roy's like... um. Rips the paper away and he goes, "You yeah. say it to my eyes, like, like you know, <laughs> yeah. eyes. it's like you're not angry. You're not angry. Like you haven't been ang- angry at all. You you used to what? What is it? You used to um kick kick the ball like it. You know, screwed your wife. You know." <laughs> um, and then Roy just stands there and looks at him, and then breaks the breaks the bench. Yeah. As soon as he's picking up the um the bench, like he starts pulling at the bench, the whole team moves to the other side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's dead silence, and he's like, "Let's go get these effers." Um, and then and then they and then they win their first game yeah. in the years against Everton. Um, and that, that's the first thing you hear is the voiceover saying, "Richmond have beaten 
I know I know yeah. it's got a like it's got a small budget, um, but they do it so well. I don't mind not watching them play all the time. Yeah, of course. But, but you get that you still get that excitement feeling of Oh, you do. You know. Um another, you know. After after that, Roy's up on the bench and he's like, yeah. No one's going back to the hotel. We're all gonna go out and get smashed. And, and then, and then pulls, he's like <laughs> pulls Keely up <laughs> and Keely's up. Like, we have pubs and clubs. And the great Asian pastime of karaoke. And then it kicked to Sam singing Wonderwall, giving the yeah. worst possible version <laughs> well, you, of you, Wonderwall. If you do Wonderwall, you have to do it terribly. I just Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um but the then, yeah. interesting fact, okay, so they obviously um the girl the lady who plays Rebecca yeah. can sing. Yes, she can very Bill well. Lawrence, Bill Lawrence knows that. So yeah. you know, I bet he threw it in there for that. But um fun fact, she she was in the Hugh Jackman Les Miserables. Oh, was she? Yeah. Um in the like not a main role, but like a um, supporting role kind of Ooh. thing. But, I did um, not know that. I haven't, I've seen her in things, but I haven't. Yeah. I I must admit I've never watched La Miserable. How have you say it? Yeah. La Miserable. But, but the funny thing about the whole you know song, let go, let go. Yeah. Um, so someone sat down and said, you know, you can actually say that that song's about farting. <laughs> because, <laughs> like. Nearly, nearly every second line makes sense. Like, what, what is it? It's like, couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I've yeah. tried. <laughs> you know? But uh, I think I think another good thing, obviously, before just before Rebecca sings the song, you know, she has a heart-to-heart with her friend. We haven't talked about her friend. Oh, yeah, Sassy. What Sassy. do you think about Sassy? Yeah, I think she's really, she's really good. Um, Sassy, Sassy Smurf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she obviously has a little bit. When Ted's trying to find a fax machine, she meets him in the line. She calls him yeah. the Marlboro Man. With yeah. the um, the Magnum PI, she has a little bit of a flirt with him, but I don't think Ted sort of picks up on it no, too well, much. He had normal banter back and forth. He was, you know, um, focused on other things. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> yeah. she she has a heart to heart with um, Rebecca outside before the song karaoke. You know, because Rebecca's like, "I'm so sorry that yeah. Rupert took me away from you for six years," and she's like, "Yes, he did, but he put you in he he put you in an ivory tower, but you walked up every step yourself." Yeah. Like you have to take some responsibility. You were the one who chose not yeah. to speak. To, you were the one who chose not to speak to your goddaughter Nora. Um, you were the one. Yeah, I think she said like you made a, a little girl wonder what she'd done wrong and why she never gets to see you. And yeah. um, I, I get Bill Lawrence again. It's yeah. just you know, it's a way of like. But she says it in a way where she's not punishing Rebecca. She's just saying, own your shit. Yeah, own it, and let's move on. Yeah. And that's exactly what Rebecca does. And you know, she when she gets up to sing that song, and I think it's it's quite moving that that song that uh, let it go, that her version of it. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, then you see Ted sort of. I'll let you go through that. Yeah, well, you know, it's just so like like in life when when anything can trigger anything. Yeah, with with a person's response um, and what they're feeling inside, and obviously that song just hit him and he goes and has a panic attack and then um rebecca actually goes are you all right ted and you know like caring about the man that she's trying to you know destroy Mm -hmm. essentially but um so yeah you can just see with every episode she's becoming it was kind of like a reverse of that the episode of the gala 
where he yeah. comforted her. Yeah. She brought him back, like brought him back down. I mean, as someone who has had panic attacks before, like she was able to bring him back down, yeah. bring him, you know, he, she offers him the car. She offers to walk him back to the hotel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he's like, no, no, I'll go. Just let, let Beard know that I've gone back to the hotel. Yeah. Um, which I think is, is, and it felt really genuine. It yeah. felt, and then uh, could, it felt like she really meant it. Yeah, and then she has an, another one of those those um, you know, crap moments when um he sends her a text saying yes. thanks thanks for being there and not just for know, tonight but for yeah. my whole time. Yeah. and she's like, you know, you can tell her she just yeah, she's coming around now. Um. One of the biggest moments, oh, one of the biggest moments in a in a subplot with one of your favorite characters, Roy, <laughs> where he where he walks Keely home yeah. or back to yeah. the hotel, yeah. <laughs> gives her like the most passionate kiss he possibly can, and then goes good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she she's she's checking her own she's breath. Like, and like what? Yeah, because she goes out of her way to say, "Look, I'm sh- I'm sharing with Rebecca, but we've got separate beds and yeah, like so, all this." Yeah. And he's just like gives her a big, real big, passionate kiss and. Night, and then <laughs> yeah, and just walks off. Just, yeah, you're exactly right. She's like, "What?" But that's obviously the start of yeah their relationship. Yeah, um, which we're going to talk about more in the next episode as yeah. well. True. Now, um, interesting. But no, I, I look, it's a solid episode. Um, yeah. You know, it's um, it yeah, it was a really good episode. I enjoyed it, and um, I enjoyed seeing um, Nathan very, very, very hungover and drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and, and um, funny enough, um, Sassy just walks herself straight into Ted's room. Oh, yeah, the biggest <laughs> the thing of all, end. yeah, yeah. And, and then, she, um, Ted's just sitting there and he knocks and knocks on the door and she just walks in, and uh, and yeah, like, okay. Um, and then, um, Rebecca, um, hooks up with the, the waiter at the restaurant. Yes, huh? she gives him that, a really, and I hate to say it because she's such a good actress, but a really creepy look. I mean, that just like, she, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, cringing, and I thought nothing's going to happen, but then obviously yeah. he's a male. And, um, well, he'd probably know, know who she is. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, so she ends up uh, having a bit of fun as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's a lot more about that in the next episode. But yeah, this, this could have been a two-parter, and it makes sense with the director. You know, he's done these two episodes. Yeah. It's essentially, I would say, you could have put a to be continued at the end. Yeah. And because at least the next episode literally picks up where it left the off. Yeah. After. So, which, but we will talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Well, I think this has been a pretty short episode. Is there anything else you want to say? Anything that's anything funny? Any stories well, we that didn't are going do on? Our normal, we didn't do our normal little story. Well, I've, thing I've, I've, I've got a good one for the next episode. But, um, I mean, if you want to talk, just random stuff that happened. Um, there's that new law in China for people under yeah. the age of under the age of eighteen that can only play. I honestly didn't believe it when you said it, and then it was on the yeah. news the next day, yeah. and I was like, "Oh wow, three yeah. hours!" I mean, how yeah. are they going to monitor that? You can, um, well, for the for the listeners who haven't read it yet um, or heard about it, under eight, under the age of eighteen in China, you can only play an hour of video game. Um, each night, like so, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, you can only play video games from eight to um, eight to nine. Yep. Now the things people have been saying are, well, that's probably just you know, they could police the online 
online gaming? Unless you're like me and you turn off all of that, who doesn't like um, online gaming? I've turned it all yeah. off. No, but like, yeah, because I think in China, it's, they're huge on the like Fortnite and, you know, yeah, true. you know, online. So they can go, no internet between the other, the other. Um, but Communism. <laughs> I, I just, I just, oh, I just, I just see people going, dusting off the old, you know, Sega, <laughs> you know, and Super Nintendo or Nintendo yeah. 64 or something, or even the, yeah. the first PlayStation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It would be hard. It would be easy to police in the cities. It would be harder to police, uh, police in the, yeah. um, I'll tell you yeah. what, that, that'd be a bit hard. I do most of my gaming in the morning. Like I suffer from a bit of yeah. insomnia. So I'm, sometimes I'm up at 2am and I game yeah. through till 6 and then have a, have another hour, hour and a half sleep and then yeah. work stuff, you know? But yeah, man, that's just a little bit too Nazi Germany for me, eh? Well, you know, it is, <laughs> it is communist China, so... Um... Yeah, it's communist China. But yeah, I feel... So any of our listeners from China, I feel for you. I do. I really do because... Well, but that's that's the, but that's only for under eighteen years. They should be focusing on their studies. So, oh yeah, but like to be honest with you, back in the day, video games helped me yeah. focus. I would get up in the morning on the weekends. I'd play. I wouldn't play during the week really. I'd get up in the on a Saturday morning, spend a couple of hours, and go. Okay, now I'm going to work on assignments and assessments and stuff like that. Um, it's like my go-to thing to sort of get me motivated. Yeah, you know, I mean. And especially now, I mean, as you say, we will be all right because we're definitely well over 18. But as a single male now, video games is like my yeah. life. <laughs> I've finished yeah. more video games in the last four months than I have in my my uh, nine years of being married. So yeah. I'm like being married. So, um, you know, but that's also a distraction. Like, I mean, yeah. not to get too personal, but for me, when I when I game, I don't eat, and I have I'm, I have an eating issue because I'm overweight, like not as yeah. bad as I used to be. But back in the day, I get I'm one of those people that gets sucked into the world. So yeah. if I'm reading, if yeah. I'm reading a comic, if I'm reading a book, I'm in there. If I'm playing a video game for three hours, I'm not going to eat. Yeah. I have the I have a bottle of water, and that's it. I won't eat or do anything. So for me, it helped me a lot when I was younger when I was going in school, when I was under 18. So, you know, there are people out there that obviously play way too much, but then there's people like me who used it as a tool when you didn't really have control over yourself in terms of what you ate. For me, that's three hours that I wasn't going to stuff my face, you know what I mean? You remember when World of Warcraft came out, the online? I remember when it came out, I never played it. They used to... Because it's it was constant. I think it was constantly moving. The world was always moving. Yes, that people would pay people to keep yeah. playing, keep playing. Like, so I'm off to work. Be my character, and I'll pay yeah, you. Yeah, it was a constant. It was a constant moving. There was no shutdown period. There was no like, yeah. okay, from midnight till nine a midnight till seven a.m. Nothing in the world's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's why, honestly, that's why I never got into online gaming. Yeah, because I like control. Yeah, and. <laughs> I want to, like I don't mind. There's been nights where I'll stay up till midnight gaming because I'm just in the zone. Yeah. But I want to be able to turn that off and come back to it in a day or whenever and pick up from the exact same spot I left off. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, especially being a completionist and wanting to get 100% in everything, I want yeah. to be able to do that and not have, oh, crap, I've slept for eight hours, so all this happened. Yeah. 
And I couldn't pay someone else to play my games because I don't even let Steph play on my PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, she's like, can I just play for 10 minutes? I'm like, no. Yeah. So that's why she has her own PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I can't, yeah. I, I, I just need that control. It's OCD, yeah. bad. But yeah, I'm feel, I feel for our brothers over in China and our under 18 brothers, it's yeah. uh, a limited. So, you know. You just hang in there when you're over 18. Yeah, man. Seriously, I mean, you'd, you'd love to be like turning 18 in a couple of weeks yeah. over there. Because then I would just, when I turned 18, it'd just be like three days non-stop gaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, on All that right. note. Um, yeah, as usual, if you've got any stories, send them to the yes. true and the fictional at gmail.com. We'll read them out. We'll mm-hmm. make you famous. Um. <laughs> and we, we have a couple of um, ideas of what, you know, what we're going to do moving forward. We're going to finish yep. the Ted Lasso listen off and then um, the, the rewatch and then uh, maybe just do a couple of more story episodes and maybe go into another show. I mean, it seems to be working well. Uh, people are liking the rewatching stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, well, uh, see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>